Hi, and welcome to Step Into Your Power with Teresa Fisk, a podcast for soul-driven health leaders who are ready to consciously create a legacy empire. Join myself, an online business and lifestyle mentor, as I delve into the life of a leader and all the elements that come up on the journey. Here you'll find a mix of business, self-development and spirituality to help you and your soul and your life get to that next level. Welcome beauties. Welcome to Step Into Your Power podcast. Today we have an amazing guest, uh, online influencer and health and wellness coach, and also a really, really amazingly inspirational lady um, who I've been connected with for the last um, couple of months. And I really wanted to bring her on today to share this beautiful message that she has. And Yes, the more I get to know her, the more I love the beautiful passion that she has about what she stands for. So today our amazing guest is Rochelle Marie, and we are going to be talking about uh, using self-care to help you step into your power. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Aw, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm excited to chat with you. That's okay. I'm so glad that you could make it. And I really wanted to start off with just um, getting you to tell us a little bit about your amazing journey and story so that our amazing audience can hear a bit about you. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Where should I start? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess my journey with self-care and really like starting this journey of being an online entrepreneur and all of these things began about, let's see, probably about five years ago. I was working, um, I was living in Newcastle, Australia. I was working um, in a corporate job and I just had like this moment. It was, for me, looking back now, it was such a catalyst in my my life. And it was a moment of looking around this office where all of these people were just like monotonously doing life. And I was doing the same thing. And I had this intuition back then. I wasn't really connected with my intuition, but now I know, but I had this intuition of you need to get out of here. Like, what are you doing with your life? And so I followed that. I quit my job. I sold all of my things and I decided to go overseas. And the intention behind that was I wanted to go overseas to like, find myself I wanted to go and find my purpose and why am I here and what do I want to do with my life because I knew it wasn't working in an office for somebody else doing the same thing day in day out just living for the weekends and so I went off on this adventure and I planned to go for six months I went to America and uh, it wasn't as I had thought in my mind where I would go on this journey to find myself it wasn't what it looked, what I thought it would look like. Um, it was a lot of partying, actually. And, and this was back when I was 23. So it was a lot of partying and just kind of like living my life back then, what I guess, how I, how I liked to have fun. But along that journey, I 
had another moment that was a big catalyst in my life. And so with all of the unhealthy living, the lifestyle that I lived, I got really sick and I ended up coming home and I got really sick with all of these digestive issues. And that's where I found my passion for holistic health. And one other thing that really, um, I guess I found during that trip was my value for freedom. I realized how much having the freedom to follow my heart every day, like do the things that I really wanted to do, do the things that brought me joy. And when I woke up in the morning, if I felt like I needed to go back to sleep or if I felt like I wanted to go to the beach or if I felt like whatever it was, I just really, really valued that. And from that moment, I told myself I would never go back to work for somebody else. And so with the finding my passion for holistic health through my own health issues and the, the value for freedom, I was like, okay, what can I do here? So I started studying at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I know you went there as well. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought, okay, so I could do online health coaching. Um, so I started that journey. And that's where I guess I really started to learn about myself, self-awareness, um, self-care, really taking care of myself. And I guess it started for me with my physical body. So taking care of my health physically. Um, and then it evolved and I really started to learn about what self-care really was. And, you know, I, I, I always say, like, I used to think that I was the self-care queen because I did all of the things, like I got all of the massages and I got my hair done all the time and I gave myself time to get my nails done and just time to myself and I took care of my body. And what I realized along the way is there's, there's so much more to self-care. And I guess like this is where it comes in around like how self-care really is such a tool to help you step into your power. Because for me, what self-care is really, it's a learning about yourself. It's, it's taking the time to really get quiet and learn about yourself and tune in to A, like who am I and, and what do I want in my life? Tune into how I feel and how do I honor that? So yeah, does that answer your question? It was kind of like yeah. a roundabout. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. And yes, I I totally relate because, yeah, as you mentioned, we did the IIN. I did IIN as well. And I found it such like a self-discovery journey. And the things that you learn about yourself and what you feel was kind of self-care and self-love even, or even health. I thought I was healthy until I started getting into it and really realizing that, um, it was only kind of a one-dimensional health that I was looking at, not the full body health. So I love that. I totally do. And so when you, um, you know, you, you sort of touched on it, but when someone says self-care now, what, what sort of comes up for you? Yeah. So self-care is really like honoring of the self. And so beyond the, I guess the, um, like what we just spoke about, taking care of your physical body and, and doing those things that, I guess, like make you feel good. There's so much more to it. And for me, it's like really self-love, self-love. And with self-love comes setting boundaries in your life, saying no to things that don't feel good, yeah. right? Like a lot of people think self-care is all the things that make you feel good, but sometimes it's the things that, 
in the moment aren't comfortable to do. And so this was a big journey for me because I was such a people pleaser. I never really used my voice or spoke my truth. I just, you know, fit in with everybody else and didn't want to ruffle any feathers. And most of the time that came at a cost of my own well-being yeah. and my own self-care. And so I was always doing things for other people and just fitting in and going with the flow. And, you know, I thought that was like a good thing. Oh, you're really easy to get along with because you just go with the flow. You always say yes. There's never a big deal. But, you know, the what came with that is a cost of my own well-being. And so, you know, I think a really big part of self-care and a really important part of self-care is learning to honour yourself. So learning to say no, learning to set boundaries, learning to have uncomfortable conversations with people and learning to really like speak up and speak your truth. Yeah. So, and there's so many more layers to it, like self-care around loving your body, around forgiving yourself, self-care around, um, those are the only things that are coming to my mind. I'm sure it will pop up more things along the way, but those are some of like the uncomfortable things that we may not think about, but are a big part of self-care. Yeah. And I think like you touched on um, the being a people pleaser and setting boundaries. So, you know, self-care also comes down to honouring yourself. And I was, a, I'm always not so much anymore trying to change my language, but I was previously a people pleaser myself and had no boundaries because I always wanted to be available to help and then when I first started in my business, people would message me like all different times of the nights because they were uh, all over the, um, the world and I would hear it and message them back. And all it did was, you know, burn me out and really just not put me in a good stance to actually run my business. So I think, that, I think that's such a great point that you just made there. And so when we look at, um, you know, the practices that you have now, like what does your, what does your sort of self-care practice look like every day? Does it change or do you have certain things that you, you know, uniform do every day? Yeah. Well, this is something that has evolved for me as well. And in the beginning, when I was really getting into self-care and more so when I was getting into business as well and like, learning to create routine in my life and rituals in my life. I'm a big advocate for a morning ritual. And, you know, I really believe like that, that time in the morning is the most important time that we can give to ourselves. Because if we're waking up and we're just like jumping out of bed and, okay, you know, what do, who do I need to help? What do I need to do? Like, especially if you're a coach and like big heart like you and like I, and probably like a lot of your listeners, we, we, we really want to help other people. We want to serve. And so, again, it comes back to honoring of yourself. Like you can take the first, for me, I love to take two hours in the morning. I know that's not available for everybody, but even if it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, if you can take that, it's really honoring yourself. Like I'm the most important person in my life and I'm going to show you that by taking the first, like those first moments of when I wake up and really honor myself. And so this, this has been a journey for me too, because in the beginning it was kind of like another thing where it was like, oh, I've got to tick these things off my to-do list. And, and it started to feel, 
it wasn't really feeling honoring. It was like, oh, I've got to do this. I didn't meditate this morning. Oh my gosh, you know, beating myself up about it. And again, like, that's not self-care. Self-care is really loving and honoring yourself, which means also speaking kindly to ourselves. Yeah. So for me now, it's really all about, like I said, I always have that time in the morning, whether it's two hours, whether it's 15 minutes, some amount of time in the morning where I can tune in with myself and really ask myself, what do I need? Because each day we're different, especially as women with our cycles, like during the month, each week is very different for us and we need different things. And so really tuning in and asking, what do you need? Mate, like this morning, um, I had like a little, a little morning ritual practice where I just did some yoga and I really connected to my breath and I stretched my body. And that allowed me to just connect into myself, connect into my breath, relax my body and stretch my body because it was feeling really tight. There are things that I do, for example, like I always drink water first thing in the morning when I wake up. I try to drink a liter of water every morning because that makes me feel really good. Um, what other, like I always stretch, whether it's yoga or just even a little bit of stretching. But other things that I may do, like I love to create a self-care toolbox. And I guess I've created this over the years of learning different things and taking from other people and, and trying that on and seeing how it fits because there's so many tools that we have and there might be, you know, you might be listening to all of these people and they're sharing about what they do and it doesn't always fit with us. But like I always say, like take the things, try them on and maybe they fit today and maybe they don't fit tomorrow. And that's where it's really important to tune in with ourselves. But yeah. so some of the things for me is like <clears throat> meditation in the morning, breath work, um, yoga, even like sitting in front of the mirror and doing mirror work. This is really big for me. Um, I have had a, a long journey with body image and a lot of um, body stuff along my journey. So a big part of my journey and my self-care practices has been loving my body. So I really like sitting in front of the mirror naked, standing in front of the mirror naked and really like seeing myself and honoring myself and loving myself and speaking those loving words to myself. Or maybe it's like in a child work. So sitting in the mirror and really like seeing the little girl within me that, that just wants love and nurturing. And again, like this is different depending on what's going on in my life each day. May, you know, maybe I wake up feeling like I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, you look good. You're <laughs> You know, and I'm feeling really, I'm feeling really good. So I may want to do something else. Sometimes it's like reading a book or I honestly prefer not to read any books or to listen to audios like the first 30 minutes in the morning um, just because I want to tune into myself. But sometimes if my mind is like a little bit chaotic and I'm just feeling, um, I'm, maybe I'm sitting to meditate and I'm just like all over the place and I really just need some like positive inspiration to just like program my mind. I will listen to something. Uh, yeah, so those those are a few things from my toolbox. I've got so many things, but yeah. I love that. And I wanted to just touch on a few amazing things because you said so many amazing things there. Uh, but one of the things that I find really awesome that you said was you basically intuitively 
see how you're feeling each day. And I think that's so important because a lot of the times we will see and hear about self-care practices and daily routines. And, and like you said, it becomes a chore and we don't want it to be a chore because it's a, you know, a practice that honors us. So I think really feeling into it intuitively. And this is something um, I had to learn about, particularly for me, I had a not very healthy relationship with food and I had to be very intuitive about my body and about what I was eating. And uh, one of the things we learned in IIN, I'm not sure if you remember this, but if you feel like you have a relationship with food like that, is when you go to the fridge, ask yourself, am I really hungry? Do I really need this food? And that was so powerful for me. And I still use it today because I was eating out of boredom, comfort, um, emotions. So I think in in general if you can really tap into that intuitive side of you and ask what you're needing at that time uh it's such a powerful thing it's so powerful and then yeah obviously the other thing was the body work uh being able to do the mirror work is very confronting i think we spoke about this last week i was think i was telling you i used to sit there and cry in the mirror and try and tell myself that i loved myself which is very confronting but the body stuff i've only just started doing recently and it's also very confronting but gosh it's so powerful isn't it it really starts to change the way you think about yourself and about your body because often we try and hide it with our clothes or we don't look at ourselves in the mirror i used to try and avoid looking in the mirror in the bathroom as i was getting into the shower so i didn't have to see but to truly totally love ourselves and care for ourselves, we have to honor all of us so yeah. so good <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can be confronting you know um but sit with that con confrontation sit with it and allow the tears to flow yeah you know, the more that you sit with that and the more that you practice it the easier it will become yeah. and i just want to add something there too like a big part of self-care as well is honoring your emotions and allowing yourself to release emotions yeah without judgment so whatever way that looks for you, for me, like that was another big part of my journey is um, coming back to my emotions and getting in touch with my emotions and learning to express them and release them. So now I may just randomly cry and I'm like, yes, bring on the tears, you know, and I just really welcome them. And sometimes I have no idea, no idea why I'm crying, but I just sit there and like hold myself and honor myself and allow the tears to flow because that the emotions need to be released from our body. And when we don't release them from our body, then they become stagnant and they can create blockages or, you know, dis-ease or all kinds of things. So it's really, really important for us to release those emotions, maybe like through physical movement or voice or tears or whatever it might be, just allow them to flow. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, someone said to me once that crying was like a cleansing of the soul. And I totally believe that because I've, I've always been like a big crier. <laughs> but I have noticed since I have been getting more in touch with myself, um, especially I think for you and I, we've, we are part of this amazing community. Uh, and 
as, as much as it's sort of along the lines of um, building our brand and all of that kind of stuff, the thing that I get out of it most is the personal development uh, element and the fact that we get to know and love ourselves so much more. And lately, I guess last week when we were doing the Love Festival, I cried so much that week <laughs> because, um, and, and I don't even know, sometimes it was just listening to someone else's breakthrough and I was sort of crying in happiness for them. And other times it was because I had my own breakthrough and I just, you know, sometimes you have these massive cries and then you just feel like you can't do anything for the rest of the day. But definitely, you know, we keep coming back to this word of honour, but you honour it and then the next day you sort of go back to yourself. It's such a powerful tool as a human that we have. Yeah, it, it is. It so is, you know. And, like, I just think about all the years that I suppressed myself from that and I just avoided my emotions and I used food as yeah. well. And, like, that is still, it's still there. Like, that's still a part of me. It's still a part of my story yeah. and a part of my pattern um but I'm more aware of it now and so you know now if I notice myself like I notice myself wanting to eat emotionally or maybe I am eating emotionally and this is a big part like not beating myself up about it because now I find I have all of the awareness so sometimes if I slip back into that it's like I beat myself up about it even more because I'm like you should know better than that. You know, you have all of the awareness. What are you doing? Yeah. So really learning to be like, oh, okay, cool. That's interesting. Like come with curiosity. That's interesting that you're doing that. Well, I'm glad that I have the tools to help you and support you yeah. and move through this. And, you know, and now like I really notice, oh, okay, I must be feeling something. Let me sit and sit with the emotion and allow it to be released from my body. Yeah. And every time it's just like, oh, that felt so good. And like you said, sometimes like you just can't do anything else. You just want to go and snuggle up and go to sleep. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like, wow, I feel good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just working through like every, every layer that we, we break through like that, you know, just brings us up a little bit higher. And it, it means that we've grown that little bit more. And um, like you said, it's always something that's going to be there no matter how much we work on it there are things that probably will come back to us but it's the faster that we bounce back from them it's the tools that we have in our toolbox to get over them and yeah that's such a powerful thing to be able to have those um elements that you can sort of touch on um think, oh sorry you're right. <laughs> the more we practice self-care and the more that we're honoring ourselves each day we're less likely to slip back into maybe patterns that don't serve us or limiting beliefs and things that don't serve us or, you know, we, we just we have more awareness around them too. So, you know, that's a big piece of why self-care is important to consistently practice and honour ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And so when we're, you know, obviously our beautiful audience are entrepreneurs or in that space where they're like building their brand and being these amazing humans. And I want to know from you what your sort of guidance for them would be if they currently don't have any self-care in place or if they are feeling maybe that things um that it's all work and no play kind of thing at the moment and they're just giving so much 
but not quite getting in touch in here. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Such a big piece and um, especially for entrepreneurs because like we were saying earlier, like when we have a business and especially if it's a business of service, we are wanting to give so much and we want to serve so much and we want to serve our business also. And like as an entrepreneur, you know that your business is, there's always something to do. There's all, and, and you know, if you, well, if you have a big vision and you're really connected to your business and you love what you do, you can find yourself like work, 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 just doing, doing, doing all day long from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Great, great to have that passion and that connection and that desire to serve. And if you're not giving to yourself, you will end up burning out. If you're not giving to yourself, then you won't be showing up in the most powerful way that you can to serve your business and to serve the people that you are here to serve. So that's why I always say it is so, so, so important to serve yourself first, to give to yourself first. You know, we've all heard of the term, you've got to put your oxygen mask on first before you help anybody else. And this is the same in our everyday life. You may not be feeling it now, but it will catch up with you. So if you're giving to yourself every day and you're filling your cup every day, then you can give from the overflow. And I know we've all heard this, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's so it sounds so simple, but it's something that is is just is key in life, but especially in life if you are a business owner and if you are serving other people. You you get to give from the overflow. You get to give, and from the overflow is like the juiciest, most powerful part of you. It's like your highest self. You get to give from that. Instead of giving the little like dribs and drabs at the bottom of the cup, don't you want to show up and give to other people like in the best way possible? And that comes with giving to yourself first. And so if you don't have, currently don't have a self-care practice, then I would definitely start when you wake up in the morning to create some kind of ritual for yourself. The number one biggest thing that I swear by, this is one thing that I always do without a doubt. Well, sometimes, you know, we're not all perfect all of the time, but this is something that I share with everybody is turn your phone off or turn it on airplane mode while you're sleeping. Not only is this really important from like an EMF standpoint, so you're not having that radiation while you're sleeping. Um, but it's really important because when you pick up your phone in the morning, it's so easy just to like, oh, let me just check who needs me. I better check on that email or that. Let me check my messenger chat. And then, you know, I'll just go do my things. And it's so easy to just go down the rabbit hole. And you're also like, if you're waking up and immediately like, okay, what does the world need from me? You're just going into that like do, do, do mode. So what I love to do is put my phone on airplane mode. That way there's no distraction. There's no like urge to go and check the things. And it's a reminder I, I get to give to myself first. And I don't switch that phone off of airplane mode until I have given to myself. And like I said, you know, sometimes, sometimes I don't do that. And I notice the difference in my nervous system. And I notice the difference in how I then go throughout my day and like in a more reactive way. Um, 
So that would be the number one thing. And then find some things that make you feel really good in the morning to fill up your cup and do those things. Start building your own personal care, um, self-care, self-love toolbox and start tuning in. What do I need in this moment? Like really sit with yourself and put your hand on your heart and close your eyes and ask yourself, what do I need? What do you need right now? What can I give you? What would make you feel really good and really full? And then listen to that and honor that. And, you know, like just start adding those things to your toolbox. Start tuning in to, I guess, the cycles of your cycle. And, and you can start learning what you need throughout each part of your cycle as well. So that would be the first thing. Like create a morning ritual. Have that morning to honour yourself. And remember, it's not another thing to add to your to-do list. It's not a chore. <laughs> so forget about that. Don't make it a list of things that you've got to tick off. And you're like, yes, I did that. I'm, I'm so awesome, which is great. You know, do that throughout the rest of your day. But like this morning time is just for you to honour yourself and to do what makes you feel good. And then after that, maybe you already have a morning ritual practice, but if you don't and, and you know, you're like wanting some other self-care things that you can add in throughout your day, I guess a big part is what we spoke about in the beginning, like start setting some boundaries. And that's boundaries around your work as well and, and your clients and whatever it is, like what hours are you choosing to work? And outside of those hours, those are for you. Like you said, maybe they're work, work, work and no fun. Add some fun in. Like what, what fun things make you feel really good and fill up your cup? For me, sometimes it's often just like dancing around. Dancing in my living room by myself, putting on music, dancing or dancing while I'm cooking like really yummy food in the kitchen. Or maybe it's getting outside into nature and going to the beach. Like add in those things throughout your day. So you can disconnect from your work and from your business and, and fill up your cup. And maybe it's also having some uncomfortable conversations with people and letting them know, like, these are my new boundaries and this isn't okay anymore. And, you know, whatever it might be for you, but really speaking up and, and speaking your truth, setting those boundaries in place, having the uncomfortable conversations, the morning ritual, maybe also a nighttime ritual. You know, like, are you falling asleep with your phone, like going through social media or, or watching TV or something like that? What can you do for yourself before you actually go to sleep um, to honor yourself again? And something that I used to practice that I haven't been recently, but maybe I should bring it back in too, is this is a big one for entrepreneurs because most of us are like really high achievers. And they're like, do, 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 yeah, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And we often don't take the time to stop and acknowledge and celebrate ourselves. And so something that I used to practice in my nighttime rituals is I would just grab out a notebook and before I went to bed, I would sit and I would say, today I did, and I listed out the things that I did. And maybe they were just little things. Maybe it was like, today I did, I had a 15 minute morning ritual. Today I had an uncomfortable conversation today I you know maybe it's something in your business that you did and maybe it's like little things today I actually took a 15 minute nap and that was enough and I would always write that and that was enough and I would sit 
and I would reflect and I would just give myself some love and acknowledgement for the things that I did throughout my day. And they don't have to be massive things, like all of the little things, like I said, maybe little achievements in your business, but also little things for yourself, like around self-care, around honoring yourself, around whatever it is. Just have that time to really acknowledge yourself and celebrate yourself. That's beautiful. I love that. And that's so important. I think, um, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, we need to make sure that we are giving back to ourselves because we do, we are very passionate people and we have a lot of drive. And that can mean that sometimes we overlook the very important piece of the puzzle, which is ourselves. Because without ourselves, we can't run the business, we can't get the leads, we can't chat or you know speak our message to our audience so and not only that but coming back to the family piece especially like if you've got children or a partner or or whatever it is in your family space you can't give to anybody else if you are not looking after yourself and it's a tough lesson and I've had to learn it so many times you would think that I'd be a pro at it by now (laughs) but I'm still learning Um, But one of the things uh, when you were talking, another thing someone mentioned to me this morning was setting uh, little reminders in my phone and not to be, uh, not to be like hassle, but to remind like with little affirmations. And I actually feel like that would be amazing. And even if it is a little reminder in the morning, um, you know, to, to even if it says honor yourself or, um, you know, what do you feel today or something like that. But th- that that's something that I'm going to be starting. <laughs> I love that. And that's such a great thing to add because if, if this is new to us and it's not something that's like embedded within us and like we've, we've like got that new habit down, then we do need to remind ourselves. And another thing just to add to that too is you can put affirmations up around your house, you know, on your mirror or little notes around your kitchen or something on your phone screen. So you're always seen like whatever it is for you, whether it's an affirmation around self-love or your body or um, being enough or whatever it is for you. Maybe it's just to check in, but having those reminders all around your space so that you can be reminded. And I love the setting the reminder on the phone too. Like, like you said, whether it's just to honor yourself or whether it's to check in with yourself or whether it's to take a 10 minute break and do something that you love. Those reminders are so helpful because we can just like get on with our day and then it's one thing after the other and then the whole day is gone and we haven't taken any time for ourselves. Yes, absolutely. I think that's, yeah, so important. And I think too, um, a lot of the, a lot of the people who have come into this space um, that I've sort of follow a lot of them have come from some kind of a corporate background. And I know personally for myself, um, being an ex-banker, we were very reactive and we were taught to be reactive. And if it wasn't in our calendar, we, it, we didn't get done. And so I know that when I first started on my journey uh, about, you know, with eating better and getting movement back into my life, I would block out the time in my calendar so that I made sure I did it because my analytical kind of brain had to do what was in my diary. So I was like, right, no time for anything else right now, but that's what I've got to do. 
and that really worked for me. I don't have it in there anymore, but I don't need it now because it's like something that I know my body wants and needs kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, thank you so much. I certain things as well. Yeah. Um, structure hasn't been something that has ever really been in my life where I enjoyed. I'm very much a, like, free-spirited, like, very in my feminine and since building a business, like I've had to learn to bring structure in. And yeah. so that's something that has helped me too, is structuring out days, um, like in my calendar and in my diary and putting everything in there. Yeah, it does. It does help a lot. I've, I've kind of had to tone it down because we were reactive and I don't like living in a reactive world. So I'm more, I like to go with the flow a lot more myself as well. Uh, so it's really good, isn't it? Because you can see uh, different people from all you know walks come into this beautiful space but every day we're learning different things about ourselves and ways to I guess uh you know change for the better the way that we are working and the way that we respond to different things so it's such a powerful space to be in really yeah agreed <laughs> awesome well thank you so much um before we leave though I would love for you to share with us where we can follow you because I know the audience uh, would have got amazing value out of today and I really would love for them to be able to come and check you out. So where can we find you? So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rochelle Marie. So it's R-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-A-A-R-I-E. Beautiful. And I will make sure I put that in our comments as well so that you can uh, find Rochelle and follow her amazing goodness. Not only, you know, from the health and wellness piece, but she is really such an amazing influencer online. And I think for myself, uh, especially joining the amazing community that we are in, uh, she's one of the leaders and, you know, very much um, really amazing in that space to be able to guide, especially with social branding and things like that. So, and I really, I really love that because that's such an important part of, of our business and who we are as a brand. So definitely make sure you go over and check out Rochelle's work. And yes, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. And I look forward to following you on your journey. Oh, thank you so much. It was so fun. So good to be here with you and thanks for having me on. Oh, no worries. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening and we look forward to coming to you with the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you comment and share. That is how we get our amazing speakers and their beautiful messages out to everyone. Also, I'd love to see you on social, so please feel free to come over and follow Teresa D. Fisk and I'll follow back. That way I can watch your journey. If you have any feedback or any inspirational guests that you would love to hear from, please feel free to let me know because I'd love to be able to get this amazing podcast happening with all that beautiful, juicy content for you. All right, well, I'll see you next time. Thank you.